Father who art in heaven, we thank you and we praise your name for such a glorious and prosperous time in your presence. We ask that whatever we are about to receive today in the world, may it benefit us, benefit our lives, benefit our families, benefit everything concerning us in the realm of the Spirit and in the kingdom of God. We believe and we know that as we are about to settle the word of God in our hearts, we will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. There's, what is the name of this song? I don't know, but um, I think it goes like this. Forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever, forever, oh Lord, oh Lord, thy word is settled, word is settled in heaven, in heaven, forever, forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled. In heaven, forever, O Lord, thy word is eternal. In heaven, forever, O Lord, thy word. Thy word is settled in heaven forever. O Lord, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven, in heaven forever, forever. O Lord, thy word, thy word is settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thy word has been settled in heaven and it is ready for us to receive. It is ready for us to connect to. And therefore, it is why we say, the Lord is gracious and kind. Can you lift up your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I believe you have already prayed. Um, I'll move on to the recap of these past few days. And I believe we'll be blessed. Today is day five of the ISMLC 2023. On the first day, I spoke to you about be limitless or beyond limitations hallelujah in other words it means being limitless on day two i shared with you about far above powers day three i shared with you on um 
seasons and times and then day four i share with you on what did i share with you on that was just yesterday but you'll come back soon and then day number five i'm sharing with you on the topic time will tell Yes, and yesterday um, I was sharing with you on depicting your future. Hallelujah. So in five days, I've been able to share with you a lot of things. On day six, I'll share with you. On day seven, two, I'll share with you. But on the first day, I shared with you on beyond limitations. Day two, I shared with you on far above powers or far above all powers and then on day three i shared with you on seasons and time and and then day four i shared with you on depicting your future and then the five i'm sharing with you today on time will tell i'm going to recap on all the four of these very quickly first of all you need to know that you are beyond limitations so whatever that seems like a limitation in your life i want you to know that you have the power to overcome it so do so and be a glorious blessing in the realm of the Spirit and in the presence of the Lord. Make the power of God evident and useful in your life. Because he has given you the power to be beyond limitations. So I said on that particular day that you choose where you want to be. You choose where you want to be. It is either you are on the path of success or you are on the path of poverty. It is either you're on the path of life or you're on the path of death. You choose where you want to be. So, being beyond limitations gives you this ability. Far above powers is the same thing. Meaning that being beyond limitation, a limitation is a power that is for um, having the opportunity or the ability to be able to supersede you. So, technically, when we say a limitation, it's also another form of power that is able to supersede or that is able to overpower somebody so it's a limitation so for example students can be free to do anything but their only limitation is teachers glory to god so that is a basic example over there but don't allow anything to limit you because god has given you the opportunity the grace to be able to go forth and to be able to access different dimensions of what you want. So make proper use of that power. That you have the power to be beyond limitation. And I stated to you on that day that one of the reasons why the devil has power over us is because we don't have knowledge of who we really are, what we can do and what we can put in place. Because if we have the knowledge of who we actually are, the devil stands no chance because he knows there is no other way that he can convince you. If you are strong if about your personality, the way you are strong about your personality now, some will say, I have PhD, I have master's, I have certificates in university of this, I got this school, Achimota, I got preset, and I did all of these wonderful things. The same way you are proud of that legacy, if you and you are able to be confident in that particular um, personality if you had the same power or you had the same consciousness like that of the personality of christ which is in you that is the hope of glory this would need to be your life 
So it depends on you. You are far above all powers. It is you who decide for limitations to subdue or in order for them to overpower you. It's the same thing with powers. You choose for powers to subdue you. You choose for powers to subdue you. It is either you subdue the power or the power will subdue you. And I stated this yesterday. Then day three, we went to seasons and time. And I told you about the importance of timing in the realm of the spirits. But when it comes to season and time, we need to notice something. And we are moving on to another time uh, factor today. Because our life as Christians is timed for everything. And I told you that know when to use all these things that I'm sharing with you. Because these are not messages that I will preach and then it's just gone. These are messages that are meant to stay with you. It's a life direction. So, we are looking at seasons and times from day three. And I told you that a season is a time in which something occurs. That is significant. And I told you that there are certain seasons and times that will come that you are not meant to assess or remember. Just overlook them. And if it's a valuable time, for example, like maybe when somebody dies, it does not mean that you don't care about the person. But the assessing or the thought of that season will take you back. Some seasons are to send you forward. Some seasons are to bring your spirit down. And some seasons are just there to destroy you. So it is your opportunity. It is your grace. It is your ability to find these seasons and know how to act accordingly. To them, the same way everybody is protective of their skin in the season of Hamatan, that is the same way they have the knowledge that they need to apply pomade, they need to get lip balm, and every other um, thing that is associated to keep the skin from cracking because that is the result of allowing the season to subdue you. So, it is the same with this type of seasons. When seasons and times in your life come, you have to have the knowledge and the understanding to how to subdue over those seasons. Or else the result of it being cracking, the, the result of it will be cracking your spirit or bringing you down. So, for example, like I just made the example about Hamatan, it is either Hamatan beats you or you beat Hamatan. So you have to prepare accordingly. Praise the living God. You have to prepare accordingly. It is either you beat Hamatan or Hamatan will beat you. It's one of them. You choose. It's your decision. Because everybody has the knowledge that when it's Hamatan, you need to get your pomade near you. You need to get your lip balm at least. Body lotion that can keep your skin moisturized because the result of allowing the hamatan to over, overshadow you and to subdue you is the effect of cracks in your skin and your mouth and every other part of your body. So it is the same when you allow certain seasons and times to come and you do not act on base, you, you do not act based on the knowledge of the word of God that has been given to you as a Christian, you will allow the season to subdue you. And when it subdues you, you will become powerless. And the season will have power over you. So, therefore, being beyond limitation is just a force. Being far above all powers is a force. 
So learn to use your season and time in the correct manner. I'm recapping a lot of this. I'll do this in other sessions. I think I've done it in other sessions and I'm still doing it. Then number four, I told you, you can depict your future. And I told you yesterday, one important thing, and I told you that it is either you draw your future or your future will draw you. It is either you draw your future or your future will draw you. Yes. It is either you draw your future or your future will draw you. Because you have number one, that is beyond limitation. You have number two, that is far above all powers. Number three, you are knowing or having the ability to know the seasons and times. That's season and time. And then number four, depicting your future. So with all this knowledge, you will be able to depict and illustrate your future. And it's all linked back to seasons. So there is a season to come. It is your time to shine. But you don't go for it. And then the season passes away. It's the same way that the Christmas season will always come. Will go and will come again. But it will be long before it will come back. And things may change around there. Despite the fact that it's the same Christmas, it is not the same context or it's the same way that it's celebrated. The way we celebrated Christmas in 2014 is not the same way we are celebrating Christmas today. Because nobody even knows it's Christmas. Honestly, in this country, nobody knows. Everybody is fighting for their life because of the economy. But when it was 2014, 2015, Christmas was everywhere. It is just a few of the TV networks and other people that are uh, reminding others about the Christmas season. But even with that, people don't want to be reminded about it. Because the only thing that they can think about is of it bringing costs. Why should you be scared of costs when Jesus has paid it all for you? Everything is free for you. It's to your chance, to your ability. Jesus paid it all on the cross. Yours is to effect it in your life. That is why I said, God has set the manual. God has set all the instructions needed for all of us as Christians to follow. So it is either you are too useless to realize the opportunity of reading the word of God, to know the direction for your path and for your life, or you just don't want to do anything. So, you allow the devil to draw your life and draw your future. And it will continue to happen like that. That is not a test. It is a fact. If you don't draw your future according to the word of God, if you do not illustrate your future according to the word of God, you will remain the same way you are to eternity and to the coming of the Lord. He has given you the opportunity. Use it wisely, you Today, we are moving on to a different topic. Time will tell. Hallelujah. Are you ready to hear what I have for you today? All right. All right. So, get your notes. Get everything you need prepared for today's session. Because I'm going to be talking to you about a lot. Glory to God. Now, when we talk of depicting, sorry, time will tell. What do I mean by this? It's a phrase. So I have to explain myself. What does it mean? Or what do I mean in this conference by time will tell? 
the way you are now, that you have lifted yourself above all nations. And I'm talking about worldly pride. I'm not talking about the pride of Jesus Christ. But I'm talking to people who are too proud of themselves to admit to certain instances or certain things. I'm talking to you directly. I'm not afraid of you. Um, what was that even saying? Yes. You see, there are some people there, once they obtain power, it passes through their head. So once it passes through their head, pride settles in. And when it settles in, it influences their actions. So what they say and what they do, everything is influenced by pride. Hallelujah. And I am saying today that that certificate that you have, that you are using to brag about, that job that you have, that you are using to brag about, time will only tell how long it will last. For how long you'll be able to brag, time will tell. Time is the one thing that we should always be scared of. Every ticking of a second can influence doom. Only God knows what the white man is doing in their country now. Initiating a bomb, we don't know. Only God knows what our president is doing in his abode now. We know what we are doing here. We are spending time with the Lord. Hallelujah. We are spending time with the Lord. But time will only tell how long we have to serve him. This year, I want you to question yourself about one thing. If you've done, or in fact, if you've gone to all the services in this uh, year at to church, if you've gone to all the services, I want to ask you one question. And the question is this. How much have you worked for the Lord this year? And I don't mean working for the Lord by... Well, you see, this is two-sided. This is two-sided. Let me explain to you both sides. The first side is to do the will of the Lord. That is to go ye therefore and teach all nations or preach to all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, you can also look at it from that aspect that most people are in church but do not bring souls to church. You can look at it from that aspect. It's not wrong. But, you can also look at it from this aspect as well. Where, you can see, are you here? That there are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Everyone has a way of helping in the body of Christ. That is, the technical the choir, the ministers, and everybody, sponsors, everyone associated or connected to the ministry to help the movement forward. So it's in two ways. But ask yourself personally, how much have you done this year? How much have you served the Lord genuinely? You did something for the Lord and you did it out of your own heart to the Lord. 
You see, you can never be a minister of God if you do not have the heart for it. If you really are not good, or if, re- if really you don't have the zeal for the word of God, you cannot do it. To preach the word of God, you need a certain heart. That's whenever you are doing the work of God, you are happy to do it. You are dedicating yourself to do it wholeheartedly. You will never work for the Lord without doing things wholeheartedly. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you something. Listen to me very clearly. Because you will not get anybody to tell you this ever again in your entire life. So listen attentively. I want to make a certain point clear. And it is that nobody can truly serve God if they don't have the zeal to serve God wholeheartedly. So ask yourself, to you, all the good things that you've done in the face of the earth today, in the face of the church age today, maybe you've done all the good things. Hmm? You have preached, you have taught many nations. Eh? But the question is, did you do it out from your heart such that the Lord was pleased and you were pleased with yourself? Because there are certain moments in time and seasons where you do things for yourself and then you will be pleased. So my own to you is that out of all the offerings that you've given, was there one genuinely from your heart? Out of all the offerings that you gave this year, was there one genuinely from your heart? Or all of them were because they just called for offering? That's why we have another Thanksgiving. Not anything. Listen, I'm a very tired person as I'm standing. I could have decided that another Thanksgiving wouldn't come on this year. But I want to show you the importance of the moment and season in time. I want to show you the importance and season of the moment in time. That we are having here. Listen. All that we are doing. Time will tell only how long we can continue to do it. If you are singing in church... You are a leader, a minister, a pastor, whatever you are in church. Time will only tell how long we can do it. Because the human body or the human mind is programmed in a way such that after doing something for a long period of time, you get tired. That is why I said... It takes, that is why I said, it takes a whole-hearted person to do the work of God genuinely, to serve God genuinely. That's what it takes. It takes a whole-hearted person to do the work of God genuinely. Let me show you one importance of time and why we should allow time to tell. There was the first miracle that Jesus Christ performed at a wedding. He said something very vital there. 
that we read over so many times, but we never notice it. I'm taking you there now. Um, um, let me look for the scripture for you. Let's go all the way to John in the New Testament, chapter 2 and the verse number 4. And he says something very vital there. What does he say? He says, Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. In, sorry, NLT. NLT. And then after that message. He says, Dear woman, that's not a problem. My time has not yet come. Message. Jesus said, Is that any of your business, mother? Is that any of our business, mother, yours or mine? This isn't my time. Don't push me. I like this translation. Like I'm saying, Time will only tell how long you can do what you are doing. I'm speaking in parables. I'm trying my best to release the full message to you. But the way the message has been structured is a lot to say. I have a full hour to tell you what I need to tell you before I get upset. As I was saying, time will tell. We all know the definition of time, and it's a sequence or a movement of minutes or seconds determining what we are doing at a specific time. So yesterday, when I spoke to you about future, I'm talking about the time ahead of you. So I'm talking about the time now. Or I'm talking, yes, again about the future. Sorry. So I'm talking about... Time in the future that will tell you what will happen. The book of Revelation shows us the timing of how the end times are going to come about gloriously. It's going to show us a lot. It has shown us a lot, actually. When you read the book of Revelations, and again, it will take you it will take you a lot. To be able to read that scripture with all understanding without being shaken. Because indeed, the descriptions of what will happen is very extreme. You understand what I'm telling you? Yes. So, like I'm saying, where we are now, how we are serving the Lord, or what all I want to just say is that you have a little time, or you just have. A short time to serve the Lord. Time will tell only how long you can serve Him to gain His absolute trust. You understand what I'm saying? Time will tell only how long you have to start serving Him. You are growing by the years. I am growing in 
I'm not planning on stopping ministry anytime soon. But one day, time will tell if I will continue ministry or I will pass it on to my children. It's only a matter of time. This is not to speak against anybody. But I want to point out something to you about your life. And it's concerning your future again. After exercising all these things, specifically in the land of Ghana, and it does not work, what then do you do? Do you give up and use your own physical strength to obtain things? No. You will waste your strength at the end of the day and you will still not get what you want. You will still not get what you need. And it is not the devil's fault, but it is clearly the art of patience. Like the saying goes, patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. So therefore, it takes a patient man to really obtain the glory of God and what God really has for him. Hallelujah. Yes. So, to everybody who is trying today and you are not excelling as you want to, or as I'm talking about, you've tried, you've listened to the messages, you are trying all that you can, and it's still not going. I want to tell you that it's time that we will tell how far you go. So take your time. It will happen very fast, very quickly, and you'll not even notice it. You'll not even notice it, but time is going to tell every single detail time is going to tell every single detail the way you've lifted yourself in pride now to the people of the world you see like i, I was saying at the beginning of it all that when it comes to pride pride enters people through so many things it can become by their rank what they have what they obtain or what they have been shown, what they have been exposed to. Because, notice this. Pick a girl from a village. Expose the girl to maybe a city, Kumasi, Accra. And bring her back to the village. Expose her to the city at least three to five months. Expose her to the city three to five months. Bring her back to the village and you would see the amount of pride that developed because she has seen good. So why should she come back to that? Like I'm saying, goodness, all the good things on the face of this earth are not from the devil. Some are, some are not. The good things that are on the earth that are genuinely good, 
It is only time that will tell that will that those good things will continue to lose its value. But the things of the devil they will fade away within a, a period of time. It's the same thing. But real good things, genuine good things, are that of which is from the Lord and is everlasting. The life that God has given to us as Christians today in the book of John, chapter 3 and the verse number 16, is everlasting life. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. And it's everlasting. It lasts. With this, it does not operate with time. We read in today's rhapsody about unfailing love. It never fails. And something that never fails is always successful. This should be the life of a person. But you ask, why is this not so for me? Is it that the people who receive testimonies are far different from me? It is never so. We are all the same people, but with different principles and capabilities as to how we receive from the Lord. These are my opinions on how you can receive. You can totally decline every single message, every opinion that I've ever shared with you and go your way to, and it will work. But it does not mean I'm wrong because someone may also listen and may also take it. But like I'm saying, with both methods, time will tell how long one will last at the other. So if you use your own way and it works, fine. But time will tell how long it will last. If you use my way and it works, and you continue to use my way, and you are continuing to be empowered and strengthened by the word, time will tell how long it will last. The words that I speak unto you, as Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. When you are coming into the realm of the spirits, or when you come in the dimension of the realm of the spirits, there is something that you must understand, very paramount. And it is that when you come into the realm of the spirit, there is no such thing as time. When you are having a splendid time in prayer, don't stop the prayer. I'm speaking to you from experience from next year. Next year. If you are having a splendid time in prayer, you are accessing dimensions, everything is changing, shaking, you can see territories being conquered, don't stop praying. Because next year, we will pray a lot. A lot, I'm telling you. Prayer and fasting will be like water in our mouths. It is not to put you through stress. But it is to teach you something. That time will tell the results of all those things. The importance of all these events that we attend. It is only time that will, will tell us the results of these things. So if you are following somebody, it is only time, will, it is only time that will tell the impact the person has on you. 
That's life. Time is going to tell. Like I said, you don't push time. It is time that pushes you. So, know the time. And do the right thing at the right time. That is what I'm telling you. Know the time. And then do what is right in that time. Let's go back to the scripture. John 2. Chapter 2. The scripture that we just read. As he said, he says, This isn't my time. Don't push me. Did you hear that? What did he say? He says, This isn't my time. Do not push me. That's why I'm saying that time cannot be pushed. It is time that will push you. And it is time that will direct you. So it is your, since you cannot operate or push time, then do the right thing. Know the time and do the right thing at the right time. Like I'm saying, in the realm or the, in the dimension of the spirit, there is no day that when you have, there, there are certain days that when you pray, you know that you have been connected to the most high. You have connected to heaven. But you distract yourself and you say, Father Lord, thank you, Jesus. All in the name of you are going to sleep. For whatever reason. Some people do that. You feel like your sleep is more important. But God could have told you the solution to a problem that has been happening or occurring in your life for years. In that prayer time, and it will take a long time before you get back there again. Like I'm saying, in the realm of the spirits, there's no such thing as time, it is everlasting, it lasts. So, what whatever words that come to us in the spirits, it is everlasting, meaning that when we share it with you, it becomes a part of your life, it's stuck there. Do you understand what I'm saying? In all this, what am I trying to say? I am trying to tell you in basic English that it is time that will tell your feet according to the word of God, to your actions and your purpose on the face of the earth. It is only time that is going to tell how long you are going to survive on the face of the earth. It's time that we will tell how long God is going to use you to change people. It's only time that we is going to tell how great it is to you. It is time that we will tell how faithful you will be to him in all seasons of time. Like I'm saying, time is the one which will push you. You do not push time. So it is your duty to assess time and to do things at the right time. Know the time first and do the thing that is required at the time. In this time, we are meant to work really hard as Christians. We have a lot to cover and a lot to do. Don't slack next year. Whenever we are saying outreach and any other event that comes this year into next year, be very serious with this. As I'll share with you this message. Like I'm saying, 
time will tell the results. It is time that will tell the fates of what you've done for the work of the ministry, what you've done for God in His current year, season, day, hour, and time. It's God. It is never man. Oh yes, I'm telling you. If you like, take all these things that I'm saying as a joke. Take all these things that I'm saying as a joke. But I'm telling you, I know, and I'm speaking from experience, that it is time that will tell. That man, eh, that has camouflaged your mind. I'm speaking to somebody here. I don't know what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to somebody here. That man, that has camouflaged your mind. And now you cannot even think straight. You cannot even do the work of God. All you can focus on is love for your man. Continue. It is time that will tell how long that man will love you and leave you for another woman. It's not a case. It is a fact, a life fact that you need to realize and act according upon. Sorry, act upon accordingly. Because, forgive me for that, I'm struggling with the words to bring out the actual message. Because there's something I want to have not said it yet. And gradually, it's coming. As I go on to share with you. It is time that will tell how relevant this device will be in the years to come. This mobile phone. It's time that will tell how relevant it will be in the future. Because we can start moving into hologram. I hope you know what hologram is it's a digitized, in fact, augmented reality AR. So it's now in the in the in the real world. So for example, maybe in the future, I could see myself in the real world. For example, what we are doing on the screen, I could sit in the real world without having to buy a screen or anything. All I need to do is have it on my eye, and then I can see all that I'm doing perfectly, just as a normal whatever. Just as a normal screen would do. That's what I'm saying. It is time. If you are experiencing difficult times in your life today, I want you to know it is time. Time will tell your fate. And apart from me telling your fate, it is you at the end of the day who decide your fate according to your actions. Because your actions will determine the timing. Or your actions will determine all these things that I'm talking about. For example, like I'm saying, you are praying, you are fasting, you are doing everything that I'm talking about. You've been listening to the word of God. And you know, funny enough, I can say something now and change it later on. And it is because the timing of that particular thing has changed. The timing, the same topic, but different timing and different occurrence. So I need to direct you in the right path as to where to go. And it's not wrong. It does not mean I'm misinterpreting. Stop judging pastors. Yo. That's what most Christians do. You, are, you don't know that thing. We are teaching you. You are judging us. Which one do we do? We used to listen to you. Hallelujah. What I'm, or what I'm trying to say 
or defeat to you is that if you are putting in your efforts, your faith will be great. For example, you are praying, you are fasting, you are doing everything I'm talking about, but you have not put in an effort. It's like faith. I'm going back to the topic of faith. And you have not put in your effort. In other words, you have not made an attempt to find a job. You have to sign up for jobs first. Because it's a process. Christianity is basically a lifestyle. It's a mixture of our actual life in the world and the life of God in us. And we need to know the season and time where we use where we need to use the life of God to come out. We should live it every day, but we need to know the seasons and time where it is most relevant to use. So you need to sign up for job. And when they all delay you, that is when you go into prayer and fasting. That's when you pray, that's when you see the face of the Lord. And you see, as you are doing all those things, time will tell your success. So if you really put in your efforts, you put in your, your strength and everything that I'm talking about or referring to in this time and season, I want you to know one thing. Dear brother, dear sister, have no fear. The Lord is with you. The Lord will continue to be with you. The Lord will guide you. Your time will come. Have patience. Patience is a virtue. It's a key to actually receiving things from the Lord. The Lord loves a patient man. Once you are able to prove yourself as patient, the Lord will be happy with you. Once you prove yourself as somebody who is patient, the Lord will be happy with you. And be happy as well. The Lord will be pleased with you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the living God. God loves a patient man because he knows that whatever comes, it is time. Time. Time will only tell how far you go in life. Time will tell how long you will live. All these things. And yeah, what's your heart? Think about them. They've been telling you, do leaders work. Go to church, go and sing, go and preach, go and teach. You will still do as one day. You must play your part as where God wants you to be. Time is the one who push you. Time is the one who will push you. There's something coming into my spirit about the law of karma. You see, you know, the law of karma is such that whatever you do, for example, if I do something very wicked to somebody, something that can affect their life or their eternity or their span of life on the face of the earth, 
and it impacts the person so much and they don't react it is time who is actually karma which will also tell or judge the situation according to his color that's why some people who ask what's the color of your problem anyway that's just by the way but i want to make sense out of what i'm saying that time is actually the law of karma whatever you do with time it will always come back to you that's why that's all i'm just trying to say that whatever effort that you are putting into the work of god right now get ready because it will come back to you so whatever money whatever thing that you've done in this church whatever you are doing whatever you continue to do in this church i want you to know know this and know peace that it will always come back to you whatever good thing that you said always that good thing will come back to you and return to you time is actually the law of karma the law of karma is not any different thing apart from time time is actually the law of karma for example if you destroy somebody's valuable moment or season same will be done to you according to time because you will meet certain people time will cause you to meet certain people because god is the creator of time he will it will cause you to meet certain people oh yes he's the creator of time the universe he directs the morning afternoon evening night that's midday twilight whatever you want to call it midnight he's the one who directs all these things so when you see him fear him fear him did you hear what i said i said fear him because he can turn your life like this you ask yourself, is this the same Lord that was seven years ago? And it's all because of what you did. It's coming back to you. That's the law of karma. So whatever you are doing to somebody's child today, that it is paining them or has impacted them, has developed pain, hatred, sorrow in their heart, whatever that you've done in life that has served as a broken or that has resulted in a broken home whatever that you've said or opened your mouth to say that has sent somebody into a different state of mind for people in other words change their perspective about people all these things time will deal with you accordingly is that insult to I'm not out for anyone. This particular message, I was ministering and it came to me. Time will tell. A lot of things have happened in my the span of today. For me, actually, your day may have been pleasant. My mind has been well in ups and downs. One thing you must always notice is that it is time that will push you. Time that will encourage you to do this, do that. Because once the time is gone, 
you can never go back for it. So that's why I said make good use of. That's why we always say make good use of your time. It will never come back for you from, uh, from anywhere for you. All these things about time machine. I don't know the legibility or the truth of it, dear brother, dear sister. So we actually know, and God verifies it for us. We remain to use our time in the right manner and in the right way. Listen to these words that I'm saying unto you. Don't forget them. Here's how to use this next team. And I'll close on that script. I think today we are closing early. Is that not so? We are closing early. Almost. I have this a few minutes to go. I'm intent on closing early today. The things I need for three hours. Glory to God. Okay. Um next year. Next year. You'll do a lot. I don't know if it's a prophecy or whatever you want to take it as. But I'm just saying into the air. The next year, we will do a lot. And time will tell the results of what we do. When we are at the global day of prayer, it is time that told us what to do. Yo. When we are at the global day of prayer, it was a timing as to what to do in the right season, the right moment, and in the right hour. It was timing. Amen. It was time. It was accurately time. Are you listening? Why are you hearing me? It was accurate time. I'm telling you, next year we'll do a lot. And it is only time that we will tell the result of what we are doing. Next year, among all the years that I've been in ministry, will be a year of testimonies. That's not the year's demo. That's not, that's not actually what the year is going to be. But I'm just telling you that it will be a year of testimonies. Because that's where you actually begin to see all these characteristics playing out in the life a lot. Oh, yes. You see them playing out in the life of people. You see them playing out in the, uh, the, the, the life of people, practically. Yes. And you'd ask yourself, what are they doing? What are they doing? Hallelujah. That is making them have so many testimonies. So next year, you become like those people that you've been wondering, that are there any difference from you? You'll become like them. Only if you heed to these words that I'm saying. Wait. Patiently for the Lord. I shared with you a story about a man. On Sunday, I don't think I've, we've uploaded the message, but we'll make sure to upload it later by tonight. Anyways, that's a sad. I told you a story about a man. This man was 
a man who was in ministry and wanted the power to impart onto people, impart the spirits onto people. That is the demonstrational signs of the impartation of the Holy Spirit. Falling, shouting, laughing, that is unmerited joy, and many other things of that sort. He was praying for it. That was the way he was brought up. He was praying for it. And I told you that if you are doing it from a genuine heart, you will not get tired of it. But you see, it's only time that will tell again, I say, that will tell how much of a genuine heart you have for the work of God. It must be built up strong. When it comes to ministry, a genuine heart is paramount. That's one thing you must guide. None other. None other than that those things. None other than their hearts. That's one thing you must guide when it comes to ministry. I've been in ministry for six years. Next year will be my city in ministry. So I know what I'm talking about. If it was not for a genuine heart, I would have stopped ministry at year three. In fact, I would have stopped ministry in 2022. I would have stopped in 2021, 2022. Do you, do you know? It, it's like I said, time will tell. Time is still telling you, this isn't the end of me. You may think that, oh, we have grown. But you watch, we are still growing. It is not to prove anybody wrong. But like I said, that is the law of karma. It is time that will tell. Anyways, moving on with the story. The man had prayed a long time. But here was the mistake he made. He was looking for the power to impress, to drag people into the ministry for him, for them to say that he's powerful, he's this, he's that. Like I said, patience is a virtue. Listen, I'll come out one day. I'll just step. Eh? I'll just step in the room. Everybody down. And I've, have you ever seen me for invitation service before? No. And listen, one of the things is that when you are really close to God, He will stop you. Once I tried to do an impartation service, God cancelled it. And I said, it's okay. Let's see what time we'll do. With time, we'll be able to tell. Do you understand the basis of what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So, that was it. But anyways, that's not all. He was after the impression to impress people and to receive something from people that is, you know, saying that he's powerful, he's this and he's that, and many other things of those of that sort. That was his aim. But his aim was wrong. His aim was wrong. His aim was wrong. So he prayed and to all no avail. But you see, with time, the aim changed. And now he realized that no, I'm not just aiming for the people, I'm aiming to receive it 
to showcase the goodness of the Lord. So then the aim changed. And as the aim now changed, eh, as the aim now changed, God was now starting to hear him. But then again, a genuine heart. Time. Time. So, now, um, what was I going to say? There's a lot of noise in the background. So, I'm struggling to detail other story to you. So, God started to hear him out. And then, he was answering his prayers. But then again, time, genuine heart, fading away, slowly. So, he got tired. Then came a man, Satan, in flesh, which then told him that there is a, a man who he can go to who can give those powers. This is the act of resorting to familiar spirits to receive those things. So everybody that you see falling down at any service of any man of God, please be very cautious. Because some are originally, some are just not by the orchestration of the Holy Spirit. Some are by familiar spirits. And I've told you ways to spot that. One day I'll take some time to enlighten you on that. Amen. I just can't wait for the Solid Ghost Conference. That one will be actually strategic. Don't take it. There'll be a board here. Oh, yeah. I can't, they, it, it can be very literal. So just watch out for it. But anyway, that's what I'm going to share it to. But I'm just saying. So now he, he, he was still praying. He said the friend should give him some time to take. He was still praying, praying, praying. God wanted to see how much of a patience man he was. Listen, God does not test us too much. He tests us for his accurate work and purpose. So you don't just run into the will of the Lord here while I like that. Are you okay? Calm down. Slow your break. He now ran. And he was in a rush for it. And then back again, the aim came. So another opportunity came. So now the aim with time had also changed. So now he was praying, praying, praying still. And then he now resorted to what the friend had told him. Particularly on that day was when the Lord also wanted to gift him because he had seen his patience over the months over the weeks that he was praying, he has seen his patience. That was the day God wanted to bestow that blessing upon him. He went and they did what they did for him. Don't be impatient. From next year, learn how to be patient. All the events that we are doing, when we ask you to give offering, give your offering. When we say, may it become a bountiful harvest, we are not saying it into the air. I said, time will tell. You just watch. Listen, we did not just get up one day and be, become who we were. I was not this confident, confident in the year of 20. There are some people on the stream right now. I know there are some people on the stream right now. If they hear what I just said. Because I can correct English. So, if they just hear. Father Lord, help us. I'm about to close. Leave me be. What was I been saying, brethren? Yes, I was saying that don't be too impatient. When we are saying it into the air, 
you know when we are actually saying it that um may god make your offering a bountiful harvest we don't need your money for your survival before um there's a this certain proverb answer now by Bibi, a yabebo is in tree. It's in tree. I would have told you it's in this literal form. It's like, um, for example, let me use this example. Okay. You have your own stuff. So somebody came and added their own. And then because of their own that they are adding to your own to help you, they are now taking advantage of it and taking advantage of you. And then you tell the person that I was living already before you came into my life. Don't think that you came to add anything beneficial. You are helping. So know your place. Yes, you are helping. So know your place. It is the same thing over here. That we, the pastors, who call for offering. We were living our lives before we came into Christianity. Now you were the baby. Now you make an entry. So offering. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Let this be the first and last time this will come out of any member's mouth in the library. I'm making it clear today. Forever, if you don't want to give from your heart. Please don't give. You are cursing yourself. You are cursing the church. And you are cursing the pastor. Or you don't know. Nobody has said anything. No. I'm not saying it because somebody has said it. That is what is coming to me to tell you. Like I said, this one hour, time has told us a lot. Through the Holy Spirit. You understand what I'm saying? You. I, previously, I was saying something that previously in 2020, uh, 2019 2020 I didn't have this confidence that I have today to stand in front of a camera to stand at a pulpit and be ministering to people without the care of anybody saying anything about me. Like I said, six years. Six good years. You think that's small time? It is small in the eyes of the Lord. I know. But to you, it must serve as great value. It must serve as great bait, purpose, to be able to do what is right. I don't know if I'll be the one sharing tomorrow. If it happens so, I will continue on this. If it doesn't happen like that, I will continue on Sunday. Can we kindly stand up to our feet? Wherever you are right now, begin to lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord. Begin to speak to Him. Listen, let me tell you something. At times, when I'm speaking in tongues, some, somebody will just be looking at me as if I'm overdoing it. I didn't get you over a deal. And don't think I'm making up something. 
me carry me carry whatever i want to say to god is a mean it's a mystery to i and him alone i didn't get here by a day continue to speak and pray right now and thank the lord wherever you are La gesta venumando ulo busumbra e la tu anisibre de Jesus. Resta hamania le heli o mojora shalabastele. Kambanza ni veduzele. Resta le dejele mesendu. Kalidejele vendu. Ralabasanda ni dezugrande de Jesus. Yes. Mandura bashata la brandi gusulema. Mantele de Jesus. Father Lord who art in heaven. Our glorious and merciful Father. We are thankful for the opportunity that we have today to once again be in your presence, to give you honor, to give you praise. May you continue to guide. May you continue to lead. And may you continue to prosper us. May you give us the patience to be able to receive all the good things that come with time. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated in His glory.